0: for the latest high cost of living updates and visuals follow thcol.pod on instagram and tiktok i'm trying to grow this brand out grow the podcast grow my following you know reach more listeners attract new listeners and keep my current listeners entertained so any and all support is definitely appreciated um hit the link in my bio on instagram and that will direct you to all these other platforms that i'm on leave a review rate and review i should say make sure you subscribe to the podcast share these episodes with your friends man and i really appreciate the support like i said so let's get into it episode number 36 let's get this party started the high cost of living cost of living high you are currently listening to the high cost of living podcast what's going on guys and girls welcome back to the podcast episode number 36 and i just wanted to start this episode out by talking a little bit about um the astro world festival that happened last week If you haven't heard about it by now, you're living under a rock because it's dominating the timeline on social media and it's all over the news, on YouTube, everywhere. Um, Everybody's talking about this Astro World Festival and um, I saw it coming, to be honest with you. I'm not even lying about that Um, because, first of all, let me give you a bit of background just for people that have managed to avoid hearing about it by now. Travis Scott his World festival um crazy concert people go ape shit for him they would trample over you just to get a glimpse of him from a distance you know um and that's basically what happened you know like we're talking about a human stampede here but uh yes i did see something like this coming for a while because <clears throat> no joke it's weird timing that this happened when it did because like 2 weeks ago or 2 weeks before this happened I was talking to somebody and um, we we're talking about Travis Scott and how crazy his concerts are and I've never been to one but this person was at one and said like there's mosh pits and it's like there's a documentary on Netflix about his Astro World concert you know and you can see for yourself people Passing out and going crazy. And all this other stuff. But I, I said. Travis Scott's PR team is. The best in the business. Because something happened in 2017. That nobody really talks about too much. And nobody knows about it. But basically. There's a video on YouTube. I know you're going to look it up. As soon as you hear me speak on it. But. There's a guy dangling over a balcony. Looking like he's going to jump off. And you know into the crowd. Excuse me. This guy going to jump off a balcony. Into the crowd. And probably like crowd surf. You know he's. He's banking on the crowd to catch him. But it's fairly high up now. And he's hanging off the edge. And Travis Scott's on stage. And he's like. Question is. Are you going to do it? <laughs> like are you going to be a bitch like you can't know because everybody in the venue is watching you like you have to do it and i suppose peer pressure gets the best of them you have travis scott telling you to jump basically you're going to jump and uh he jumps and the crowd doesn't catch him and he's like paralyzed from the neck down now forever <laughs> do you know i'm sorry for laughing but jesus you know and nobody knows about this nobody talks about this but that's crazy like people worship travis scott he does something like that he basically encouraged the guy to jump and ruin his life nearly kill the guy but let's get into it because you're probably thinking what the hell is he even talking about you know basically the investigation is still ongoing this happened like two weeks ago and i wanted to take my time with talking about it because the facts are still unfolding you know what I mean this happened on like a Saturday and on Sunday morning every podcaster in the world is talking about it everyone on YouTube is making videos about it and sharing their thoughts and opinions and stuff and I'm like how can you have an opinion on something that literally happened like yesterday I'm like give us some time let's see what happens Um, so we all know who Travis Scott is he doesn't really need any intro it's lit Uh, He's currently the most successful and popular rapper, singer, producer in the world. You know, he was arrested in 2015 in Chicago for inciting concert goers to hop over barricades. And, you know, he's on stage chanting, we want rage or I want to see you rage and all this other stuff. Uh, Something like this happened again in 2017. He was arrested for kind of encouraging people in the crowd to go crazy <laughs> and then there's that whole balcony incident which happened the same year in 2017 when he's kind of at the peak of his popularity you know and not too many people know about or talk about what happened there so hats off to his PR team they just swept that one under the rug nicely then he dropped his album Astroworld definitely his best and most successful album to date and with that came the World Festival and this brought a documentary to Netflix like I spoke on and just talks about how people go apeshit for Travis Scott. You know, like back in the day you had people passing out in the crowd when they see Michael Jackson, people crying and stuff. People do that now for like Travis Scott. And if, um, and if you're not familiar with like rage music, this is like the modern day mosh pits, you know. He tweets about it before his concerts like I want to see you guys rage tonight (laughs) and people are getting all hyped up and absolute drug festival people are doped up doing all sorts like not a very safe environment put it that way but this year's Astro World Festival was taking place in his hometown Houston Texas and the venue was capable of accommodating 200,000 people However, there was only 50,000 people in attendance. There's a lot of conflicting reports online about what really happened and and whose fault it was. Was it Travis Scott's fault? Was it the promoter's fault? the, The venue managers or whatever? So I looked it up. There was 528 police officers present. There was 755 security guards present. Meaning there was one cop or one security guard for every 39 attendees. There was actually more security at that festival than there was at the 2021 World Series. And around 9.15pm, Travis appears on stage. So when LaFleur arrives on stage, people go crazy. There's a human stampede. People fell to the ground and were trampled and crushed. There was people climbing on top of ambulances. One guy told the news, he said, that people were pushing and pulling him and he was being kicked while he was on the ground trying to get up, you know. He's basically fighting for his life. The performance was stopped a number of times, but it did keep resuming. Injuries kept on happening and the medical staff became overwhelmed. Loads of people overdosing. There was Narcan being used. Uh, Narcan is basically... A revival kit for people having a, an overdose from opioids and they were performing CPR on people all over the place. There was many many reports of somebody going around the crowd jabbing people with a needle filled with an unknown substance. So many reports on that that I would say it has to be true like there has to be some truth in that story because I've seen it everywhere I've looked but originally people were kind of saying this could be some conspiracy or a cover-up... because they wanted to take the focus off the organisers of the event... so they just made this story up of... oh, someone was in the crowd drugging people... so that's why they died, it's not our fault, you know, that kind of thing. But it definitely is true, you know... there was a security guard restraining someone... and he said that he felt a pinch on his neck... and then he just collapsed... and he was actually resuscitated by... Narcan, so he was obviously uh, injected with some kind of substance, probably an opioid. At 9.38pm, less than half an hour after Travis Scott hit the stage, it was declared a mass casualty event. However, Travis Scott continued to perform until 10 past 10 that evening. Eight people were killed in total, the youngest being 14 and the oldest being 27 and 300 people were treated for injuries the cause of death for people in stampedes is known as compression asphyxia it's basically when respiration is prevented by external pressure to the body now like i said there's always going to be drugs at a travis scott concert you know he basically promotes the use of drugs in his music um And people are always passing out at concerts in general, you know. In a confined space, people are more likely to pass out. So I'd say he sees it all the time. It's nothing new to him. Like if somebody faints, how do you know they're dead? Especially if you're on stage looking out at a crowd of 50,000 people, you see a few people passed out. How do you really know if they're dead or just passed out? So I don't really blame Travis Scott for that. There is some footage of him trying to assist an ambulance and those in need. He stops the concert and he's telling people to move out of the way and let the ambulance come through and but then the performance resumes. I don't think he really knew how serious it was at that point. And like I said earlier, his whole brand is kind of about rebellion and rage music, i. e. mosh pits. He'd be on stage screaming, I wanna see you rage, and then there's this creepy video that I, I actually posted on my Instagram the other day, which you should be following already, T H C O L dot pod. But basically there's just this lifeless body, and um the crowd are lifting him out of the area, you know, towards the ambulances or whatever. And uh Travis Scott's just like watching them a couple of feet away, and he's like yeah. Yeah. With that auto tune and it's just like it's such a weird video, you know. <laughs> like what's he doing? You can see some footage and imagery that I've collected on that Instagram page, so definitely do head over there, give the page a follow or else do go and watch that Astro World documentary that I mentioned a few times already on Netflix. Um you know, that, that documentary really made me dislike Travis Scott. Not even lying. Don't get it mixed up. I love Travis Scott's music. I listen to him all the time. Music is phenomenal. But I really don't like him himself. You know what I mean? Watched a couple of interviews with him now and stuff. And it just seems like a gimp. He's a pure Kardashian. like You know what I mean? Literally. He's going out with uh, Kylie. And there's an interview with the two of them together and he just comes across like a douche, like, you know. And it's not since this world thing, Smith doesn't like him anymore. Like, I have never liked this guy. Not for a long time anyway. I've always listened to his music, but he himself is just like, meh. There's a video of Tory Lane squaring up to him and he just backs down from Tory Lane. So I'm like, go get it, Tory. He just acts like a 14-year-old in a man's body, like, you know, no time for there has been a criminal investigation launched and like I said, the investigation is still ongoing. Travis Scott and Drake are both being sued. I was like, how did Drake get pulled into this? Poor guy. But I, I think he was performing on the night as well and I don't know. People are just going to see if they can squeeze a bit of juice out of him. Now, in fairness, Travis Scott did agree to pay for the funerals of... um. The people that did unfortunately lose their life. But that's kinda the least he could do, you know, you know what I mean? He's one of the richest rappers. He's one of the highest paid rappers there is, so it's no skin off his back. He issued a public apology which was kind of robotic, you know, and he actually got roasted on Twitter for it as well. Like he definitely didn't come up with that apology himself. Probably his management put that out and he just went along with it. But um all in all, sad situation, you know. People are trying to live their life, go to a concert and have fun and they wind up injured or dead. The high cost of living. And I just wanted to speak on that because like I said a few weeks ago, when true crime meets hip hop, that's my niche, you know what I mean? Because I love hip hop music and I love true crime. So when the two worlds collide, boom, I'm going to speak on it. But is there a crime here? I'm not so sure all is yet to be revealed. We'll see over the next few weeks, I suppose. Is Travis Scott gonna be is it gonna hurt his career? Are they gonna try and cancel him? I heard some guys speculating that this could be huge for his career, like it could um be a good thing, you know. People will see this as like, oh my god, people are willing to die for a Travis Scott concert. It must be so lit. And it's gonna attract people to his shows, you know. But then again But then the flip side of that. I suppose they took him off Fortnite. So who knows. It's too fresh and new. We're going to have to wait and see what happens with this. But I definitely don't think he's going to be encouraging people. To rage at his concerts anymore. He's going to have to calm that down a little bit. So uh, yeah. We'll see over the next few weeks. Um, Anyway. So today's story involves. The time that I did my. Driving test. This came up in a conversation i was having with somebody at work the other day we're talking about him getting his full license and i told him about the time i got my full license and i told him the story and he thought no way that happened to you did it really what and i was like yeah um maybe it's a story worth telling on the podcast and leave the people know just who they're dealing with (laughs) um I need to know what you would have done in this situation, do you know? But basically we're talking probably around 2013, 2014. I did my test for the second time. Now first time I failed. Um I wasn't checking my blind spots and that's basically why I failed. Do you ever see that meme of the guy and it's like when your driving an instructor wants you to check your blind spots and then his head is like doing a full 360? That's what I was doing in the second test. I was making it so obvious, you know, checking my blind spots just to make sure that I didn't fail the second time round. But the first time round, yeah, I failed because I wasn't checking my blind spots and waste of 80 euro, which broke my heart at the time because I was in college not really making any real money. So giving up a 80 quid or 100 quid or I don't know what it is nowadays but it's like flushing money down the toilet especially when I had done all my lessons and I was a confident driver you know but I failed first time round and second time round probably 2014 I went out there to do it again And my mom had bought me L plates because FYI if you show up to your driving test without the L plates it's an automatic fail you need to have your L plates so any youngsters listening to this podcast there's a little tip for you come prepared and I did I had my magnetic L plates which I tried to stick on the car I'm sure I tried to wet them and like print them to the car with my hand before I went out and obviously that wasn't the right thing to do but then again, if it was me buying my own L-plates, I would have got the sticky ones to avoid any hassle, you know. But I had to go at what I had, and it was the magnetic L-plates. So I just stuck them on, thinking, aye, they'll be fine. And drove out to the test centre from my house in Glownton. And of course, by the time I got there, I didn't even notice both L-plates had flew off the car gone. I'm sitting outside the test center and my test starts in five minutes. I'm like, what am I gonna do? Holy shit, I could not believe my luck. I was like, I'm just gonna walk in there and tell them, look, I'm here for my test, but I lost my L plates on the way out. They're not gonna care about your sob story. Um, It's gonna be an automatic fail. And I thought, what am I gonna do? So I walked around the car park and all the other cars were lined up people in the waiting room inside waiting to do their test as well i decided to steal l plates off another car but i didn't want somebody to fail because of me um what i did was (laughs) i took one l plate off one car and i took another l plate off another car and stuck one on the front of my car and one on the back of my car so there was two other cars missing one L plate, if that makes sense. and But at least my car had the two. And I went in there, checked in, came outside to do the test. And there was like a bit of commotion going on outside. like Two other guys and two other instructors scratching their heads saying, What the hell happened? How do you both only have one L plate? and they were like all panicked all confused didn't know what was going on and i was just like to my constructor all right hop in let's get going <laughs> and i went on about my test and i passed um that's basically it i don't know what happened to those other two guys but i definitely screwed them over you know uh, i'm not sure if they had figured out if it was me or not but even if they did, I was long gone at that stage. Like, um, But yeah, I kind of felt bad. Like it's bad karma, obviously, to do something like that. And in hindsight, I probably should have just come clean and bit the bullet and said, lads, I'm sorry, own, own my mistake. Because those two guys probably lost out because of my stupidity, you know. Um, but realistically, they should probably have a little shop where they sell L plates and other little necessities in the test centre, you know. don't know why they don't do that. But yeah, I think about that all the time to this day. It would only happen to me. I don't know if anybody in the history of doing their driving test has had to do that. Imagine if they looked out the window of the test centre and saw this guy lingering around the car park stealing L-plates off the cars. And you know how delicate you have to be when you're taking a... A Sticker off a car, like it takes a couple of minutes like imagine if they had come out and saw me doing it I can't believe I actually did do that To two cares. Oh, man, but at least I passed and I didn't have to sacrifice 80 quid all over again. So yeah, that's my story about the L plates By the way, if you know those two guys that had their L plates stolen from them or Maybe they're even listening right now, coincidentally. Because Cork's a small place, like, you know. We definitely do have mutual friends. There are two guys probably around the same age as me. Um, Maybe this happened to your cousin, where he went out to do his test and he only had one L play. I just want to officially apologise to them. Whether they know about it or not. Um, I'm sorry for screwing you over just so I could pass my driving test it was it was me or you basically and I choose me all day every day now winner of the week goes to a man by the name of mister David Perry in Liverpool lads of all the weeks that I've been doing winner of the week nobody is more deserving of the acknowledgement than this man right here he's a taxi driver in Liverpool and his car was completely destroyed in a fireball outside Liverpool Women's Hospital on Monday morning, killing the passenger in the back who had actually asked to be taken to the service of remembrance at Liverpool's Anglican Cathedral, just a mile away from the hospital. Now, I've actually been in that cathedral before. There's a picture of me outside it. So, yeah, it kind of scares me knowing that these terror attacks are happening in a place where I have been or where my friends could be, or my family could be visiting, or you know Liverpool's only an hour away on a plane. I have friends going to visit London fairly soon, so be safe out there. You just never know when uh how far away you are from danger, really. Uh, According to the Daily Mail, the father of two, Perry, suffered just minor injuries, including cuts, bruises and damage to his eardrums. He's already been discharged from hospital, according to his friends. Three men have since been arrested in connection with the incident, as anti-terror police performed a series of raids in an ongoing investigation. Sources have said that the man in the cab asked Perry to pull over outside the hospital when they discovered that they couldn't get to the Remembrance Day event because the roads were all blocked off. And one friend said this, that David noticed the man had some kind of light attached to his clothing and he was messing around with it and it just didn't look right at all. I don't know how he's done it with a split second's thought but David jumped out of the car locked the car and then the guy in the back as soon as he did it the bomb's gone off. David is the luckiest man in Britain as well as the most heroic. If this guy had gotten to the hospital God only knows what would have happened. What a hero. The world needs more people like David Perry honestly um I'm blown away even reading this article to be honest like imagine being in that situation like he did the absolute right thing jump out of the car and then the guy blew up the car like imagine seeing that car blowing up knowing you were just in it like holy smokes (laughs) and like I said look this kind of thing happens in the UK obviously way more than it happens in Ireland it almost never happens in Ireland thank fuck London especially, lads, if you're one of one of my buddies that's heading to London in the next few days, be careful. <laughs> Stay alert. Now nah, it's not even a laughing matter, like holy shit, people's families are destroyed by this kind of thing in the UK. Hats off to the anti terror police as well for catching those other two hooligans. Lock 'em up, throw away the key, burn the fuckers out of it. Light them up and piss on the ashes. Wanker of the week is going to go to Will Smith. Now, I hate to do it, but I have to. Like, what's he after turning into over the last few years? Honestly, he used to be like one of my favorite people action hero and comedian all in one. Loved his movies, and then his movies just started to decline massively. And the stuff he puts out nowadays is just ass. And then he's got his wife publicly humiliating him time and time again. She is for the streets. She's sleeping with a teenager. Will's crying on some talk show. They're having that conversation in public when it should be happening behind closed doors. I think I actually might have spoke on this sometime last year when it happened. But I don't know. And then a story comes out in the same week about Will Smith no one would ever believe that he killed his father on purpose he's one of the best actors in the world his 911 call would have won him an academy award basically he's he's released a book and he's talking about how he wanted to kill his stepdad so he's being all dramatic to try and get people to buy the book he also came out saying that he wanted to kill himself. I mean, get a grip of yourself, Mr. Will Smith. No one feels sorry for you and your $150 million. Douchebag. Wanker. But do you think he gives a crap about what Shane in Killahora thinks? I doubt it. But that's going to do it for me, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.